0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 2 of the Reluctant Vegan Su- Son episode, episode 7 of the Reluctant Vegan Son I'm keeping that take <laughs> Anyways, yeah that was only the side, that was take 2, but episode 7 I am joined here, once again, my lovely mother The amazing, the wonderful, Nikki Narin.
1: Yay for me.
0: She's also a doctor, but... Don't hold that against me. Yeah, I was thinking, (laughs) people introduce, like, each other with their professional doctor or mister. That doesn't tell you anything about anybody. You could be a doctor, but you could be a terrible person. (laughs) And then people will think, like, oh, they're a doctor. They know so much. Well, I think that they
1: ascribe a certain degree of morality to what people do and how much money they make. Yeah. And probably... You know their whiteness and their class and so on but but they do like put morality with that together which mm-hmm. is not necessarily true
0: yeah i mean i know that i personally and it's terrible that i do this i see somebody i already am formulating what i think of them mm. which is terrible i
1: think, I think we, all that, yeah, right? we all do that yeah we all do
0: that yeah no definitely but that's terrible it sucks that, that one image, they could be literally, somebody could literally be walking down the street, any person, any race, any gender, and you're already thinking, well, they're wearing that, they're wearing those clothes, they're maybe walking a little hunched over, and you're, try- you're formulating something without knowing anybody. Mm-hmm. That's true.
1: That's crazy. true. Well that's really terrifying. I mean that's the whole thing about you know police and you know them formulating but them having you know, the kind of power and the deadly
0: force to be able to formulate quickly and then act and yeah Part of what makes it so dangerous is that a lot of the laws that are written are designed so that police can use as much discretion as possible mm-hmm. and then they train the police to use their discretion in the ways that the government or the higher ups or people want them to. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah there are certain smaller not-for-profit organizations that have
1: been set up especially by small police forces to train police in that way mm-hmm. yeah it's i agree on bias. <laughs> we got somewhere fast adam so yeah Anyway. <laughs> sorry
0: about what's that what's new and good oh what's new and good oh right <laughs>
1: Um, Well, new and good for me is that Lily has been drinking a lot of kombucha lately. Mm -hmm. And so we decided that, or at least I decided, that I was going to start brewing my own kombucha. Mm -hmm. And if you look at a SCOBY, which is like, it looks like a placenta. It's actually like, you know, a symbiotic combination of bacteria and yeast. That's what SCOBY stands for. That's what it stands for? Yes. Yeah, it's an acronym. I know. Isn't that wild? And, um, and so it sits on top of a brewed tea that has sugar in it and uses the sugar in order to ferment and creates mm-hmm. the kombucha with all the yeast and all the good probiotics with it. And um, so I decided that I was going to try to not buy things as well, like my consumerism is down. And so I actually went on Craigslist and found somebody who had an extra scoby because every time you brew a batch you create another scoby and has a little daughter. Has like a little exactly so they call the the main scoby the mother. Mm -hmm. So you're right, it has like a little a little baby. And um, and so I went and picked up that scoby and I just brewed a batch and decanted it and it tastes so good. Plus I have a little baby scoby that I'm gonna give to my friend Dawn. Nice. So I brewed this kombucha and now it's the second fermentation which we did with a little mango and ginger puree and we're going to let that sit in a bottle and create fizz and then we're going to have
0: some kombucha. Nice. It's really easy too because you just leave it there and don't have to do anything. Exactly. I do nothing. You do nothing. It's right. the <laughs> easiest thing to grab. Right, 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 right. Doesn't it not need sunlight too?
1: Uh, it doesn't need sunlight, yeah. Actually, it probably prefers to not be too
0: hot, yeah. or else the yeast and the bacteria will die. hmm Yeah. So, just set it aside, and you'll have kombucha. It's an acquired taste, though. I don't love it, personally. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Personally, I don't love
1: the fermented kombucha. Oh, wow. But it's acquired. I mean, like yeah. beer. Did you like the taste of
0: beer initially? No. no. Nobody <laughs> drinks beer. I mean, some people drink beer for the flavor. They look like they like it. <laughs> no, they like what happens when they drink the beer. You get bloated? No, you get drunk. <laughs> People enjoy this sensation. I mean, if you're going to get
1: drunk, then why don't you get drunk, like, quickly? Like, why not, like, a bottle of vodka or something? Because
0: mm, yeah. vodka tastes even worse, and you can play oh, more games with beer, and uh, beer. Beer feels more like a social thing. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Beer, beer has taken on a presence in the society of, it's the feeling, it's how you deal with it. Mm. Uh my teacher yesterday was saying... I'm taking a class. I was saying how you have a hard day. Somebody gives you a beer.
1: mm are mm.
0: they're, they're not giving you the beer for the flavor. If you like the flavor, why don't you drink something delicious? Right. I mean, There's, drink a juice. Juice right. tastes good. It's a lot better for you. Right. Why not come home and drink a nice glass of juice? Right. At the end of the day. But no, people give you beer. Right, or a drink. Or a drink. Yeah. That's for, I guess, I think the sensation. But... I don't like that. Drinking is, it's not something that should be done to alter your mood. Because you never know. Then you lose control and you never know which way your mood's going to go.
1: It should be to enhance.
0: Uh Ah. It's my perspective on alcohol. Wait, say that again. Explain that one more time. So instead of drinking it when you've had a hard time, Mm. you drink it to enhance, to have a better time. Oh, that's so interesting. When you're having a good thing, when you have more of a good thing, that's good. Too much of a good thing's bad. But, like, <laughs> when you're in a good headspace... So the, the good thing isn't good enough? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> no, but it can enhance, or it can make you happier, or you can enjoy the feeling while being in a positive state, Ooh. which will be beneficial. I don't think as much bad can come out of it, because people get drunk and sometimes make terrible decisions, but that's because... They're in a negative headspace. So they're already in the negative headspace. And then they drink they have to a beer feel
1: better. T- to feel nothing or better. Yeah, and then they become attached to the beer. Ah, uh, yeah. That's, That's how tricky. Addiction starts. I've never seen anything good happen from alcohol. I mean, I just in terms of like my patients and addiction and, you know, um, assault and abuse and medical problems it's it's a mess what good can come from alcohol yeah i mean you might feel better for a little while and maybe you've got some barriers that are brought down like you can kind of have a better time with people or get closer to people like that liquid courage kind mm-hmm. of thing but I'm in the long that. run i don't i don't um, see much better happening that's for sure
0: no that's why i'm saying in uh in small doses not to drink too often. Right, right, right. To drink to enhance. Mm. And then it can maybe make, not better a situation, but you'll enjoy a situation as much, if not more. It's Interesting. Same feeling, I think, with a lot of things. Mm. But, mm. yeah, kombucha. <laughs> nice. Really, really wanted has
1: a little bit of alcohol in it. Like, it I does. used to really feel that. It's like point <laughs> something percent or point one percent. I was like, oh my god, oh, I'm, I'm drunk. <laughs> I mean, I don't drink anymore. Yeah, she I used to, you know, a lot more and used to
0: smoke a lot more, but yeah. not anymore. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. Thank you. you. <laughs> I kind of. Every once in a while, I think of stopping,
1: and then I don't.
0: <laughs> I like notice how stopping what in particular drink drink. oh drinking I I notice how I don't need to drink I drank a lot less last year Mm. but I notice how I don't need to drink and then my friends drink and I want to be social it's hard it's a social thing right right it's really hard because I want to like somebody's playing a game I want to play the game right (laughs) I'll drink and play the game right 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 I don't really care for being drunk or feel like I can get along with people regardless.
1: I mean, I definitely think that
0: people don't invite me places now because I don't drink. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's what scares people. Oh. Mom went running.
1: (laughs) I thought the refrigerator was open. I heard, like, that refrigerator bell go, (laughs) wee-wee, wee-wee, but it it wasn't Yeah, I was hearing it in
0: my mind. Drinking is a social thing. That's what I like about it. Mm. I don't care for the taste, I mean, sometimes, some drinks taste good. And then you get told you're a bitch or a pussy, which is not good. <laughs> for, for drinking, for like, drinking steps a fruity on the beach drink, or something? the fruity. Drink. <laughs> fruity drink, which tastes delicious. And if you want to drink the fruity drink, have no shame. Right. <laughs> Absolutely no shame.
1: I was drinking vodka gimlets for a long time. That's my mother's drink, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's like vodka and this rose's lime juice, and that lime juice has like a ton of sugar in it, mm-hmm. but it's got like the
0: sour and the sweet. I just love that. Yeah, sour sweet is good. That's why my go to drinks are whiskey sour. Mm-hmm. It's also the cheapest drink. But oh. I don't
1: like the taste of whiskey. See, the thing about mm-hmm. the vodka gimlet is the vodka has like no flavor other than an alcohol flavor, yeah, whiskey which is has a very nasty Right. <laughs> That's true. I used to drink scotch. Um, scotch is good. Yeah, it was interesting because I had a friend in uh, during residency named Barry who used to go out and drink scotch and watch the gazelles, as he called it, like the very... You know, long-legged, modelly people, and I used to be like his wing woman to do that <laughs> and help oh him meet the gazelles. Oh God! <laughs> but I, but I know about Scotch now. Like I know about the years and the different types of Scotch, hmm. and you know, Glenlivet and Glenfiddich.
0: Like I, I learned something that I had never known before. Yeah, I mean, you can learn something about anything, <laughs> it's whether it be Scotch, cars, it's true, something, kombucha, kombucha. <laughs> you can find out what scoby
1: Means. <laughs> I know, and symbiotic I looked it up three times.
0: comparison. Oh, uh, symbiotic.
1: Yeast. Wait, was it? Now I forgot. Scooby. <laughs> community. A symbiotic community of bacteria and yeast. Oh, I forgot about the bacteria. Yeah, yeah. Two really good probiotic um, streams as well as a couple of good yeast. Okay. Uh, and it's very microbiome.
0: beneficial, it's pretty healthy, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, the microbiome is everything okay. now.
0: Yeah. Everything. But what is the microbiome? <laughs> everything?
1: I mean, the microbiome is like the good bacteria that lives yeah. in your gut and on your skin. And, you know, they say that there are billions and billions of them, more than your whole body in general. So that means mm-hmm. that, you know, more genetic material within the microbiome. So you have to keep it healthy. And so if you okay. feed it... Good prebiotics, like in the form of fiber and So you have food. a
0: prebiotic, a probiotic, right? Do you have
1: a postbiotic. <laughs> the postbiotic is your health. Okay. <laughs> and the inflammatory components. So if you're eating crappy food, lots of GMOs, lots of animal products, you know, you will select for the bad, you know, microbiome bacteria, mm-hmm. the pro-inflammatory ones, and you'll get weird things, you know. Headaches and autoimmune diseases and
0: just weird crappy, yeah, crap, crap. My diabetes athletes and... are promoting it. How could it be bad? <laughs> what if um, Mean Joe Green wants to give me a Coke? And what am I to say no? Or a cup of milk?
1: What about all those milk campaigns? There oh were my times god! The got milk campaigns. The
0: milk mustaches and stuff. Oh, that was the worst crazy oh my god But yeah let's say mean joe green wants to give me a coke yeah who are uh, you to say who that? am i to say no a he could beat the shit out of me right <laughs> even through the tv yeah even through the tv <laughs> and granted that commercial even now it's probably the commercial's 30 years old yeah and still scares yeah, you it still scares me uh <laughs> what else could he do i mean yeah oh my he's gosh. also just an amazing athlete mm. and if he drinks coke then I could drink Coke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always been like that, though. That's how marketing gets you. Right, right, right. Marketing's so interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting. And people believe it, too. Yeah, that is true. I mean... And there's research to prove
1: it or you wouldn't do it. Like, you wouldn't spend those millions and millions of dollars on marketing. Oh, there's
0: research to prove that marketing works. Yeah. I thought meant research done behind the marketing. There, like, in their ads. Because a lot of that research is fake. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, it's it's industry-funded yeah. research, so you can't really completely trust everything. Oh, no, you can do anything nowadays. <laughs> you can literally make your own degree. I mean, could you, you can, make your own degree? You can do that at a credible university, uh-huh. but you can also say you have whatever thing you want and give yourself a certificate.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Why not? Oh, I like it. I mean, I mean, I want to give myself a couple of certificates, but I feel like I work for it, even though I don't have those certificates. Yeah.
0: I mean, I was listening to a, th- a podcast about the guy training police officers. It was a good podcast, Behind the Bastard. Oh, And this guy wow. had, like, a he had his own certificate in killology. Oh. <laughs> and he trained cops on, and like, And it becomes help.
1: a thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you need a killology certificate in yeah. order to do it. And only the organization has it. Yep.
0: That's and pretty awesome. See, you could do anything, guys. Of course. Anything you want. Anything you want. Make your own certificate. Go to the store. Get a trophy. <laughs> Number one callologist in the tri-state area. That, I like that trophy. Oh, <laughs> God. That's terrible. Yeah, that is pretty bad. Oh, my God. I mean, mm. but with advertising, you go all the way back. Doctors promoted cigarettes. Oh, my God. What? Didn't it take... It took, like,
1: two or three surgeon generals yeah. to who always knew the research, who always knew it was bad for you, you know, to actually put a warning label on the cigarettes itself. Mm-hmm. And it was only when, I think, the cigarette company could actually find a different market. Like, the, the, the companies will always be stronger mm-hmm. in some ways than the government.
0: Oh, yeah, well, the com- yeah. company controls the government. Right, right. The, the, well. the super PACs and the big uh, companies, they just donate obscene amount of money to whatever candidate they want to win. Yeah. And so, then, what are you gonna do? Say no? Right. <laughs> like, fuck you? Don't give me money! Yeah, thank I you. don't
1: want
0: it! Thank you for giving me however much money to run my campaign, and I'm finally president of the United States, and now I'm gonna turn my back on you? Yeah, no way. No, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's American yeah. politics. why everybody hates it. Nobody trusts the fucking system. Yet it still continues. Well yeah, because nobody has the money in this capitalistic society. The way it has to end is you need to uproot capitalism or somehow the problem is the people in government are the ones who make the laws and the people in the government are the ones who are doing all of this. So if people in government don't support the community and only support big business because they're controlled by big business and they're the ones in power making the laws, how will anything change?
1: I, I agree. Adam, are you an anti-capitalist? No. <laughs> I was like, this is becoming a radical podcast. It's going to get it arrested.
0: It's a little bit anti-capitalist. I mean, <laughs> I think capitalism in America is terrible. Mm. It's a, the worst form. Other countries seem to have capitalism yet still have basic human rights. Mm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're in America, so it doesn't make any sense. But still. <laughs> Stop saying that. What are they gonna do? Arrest <laughs> me! I know. First Amendment.
1: You've got like, like a lot of followers now. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I like forty on Instagram. That's pretty great. That's like you had one little. like a week ago or two weeks ago. That's like three weeks ago. <laughs> That's ago. how you move, guys. I get like Massive
0: one, action. One follower a day. That's awesome. That's all so I need. yeah. There's like a hundred people who've listened to this now, like a hundred ten. Wow. I don't know, and you guys have only seen each episode ten times. So wow. fifty other people. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: No, it's good. No, yeah. I mean, but honestly, if you want to move anything forward, you know, just have a dream, have a, a you know, they say it's like a delusion. Like, it, it's, a, it's delusional to think that something is there that isn't there, but unless you're delusional about buying into what you believe then you could never get there. I mean, was the Wright Brothers delusional? Was Thomas Edison delusional? Oh, you know people would the say Wright brothers, so? The Dead. Wright
0: Brothers were the ones who actually wanted to fly, and then the government paid some other fucking people. I forgot their name. I knew it at some point. Mm. The, the, the government funded somebody to fly the plane. Let me look up who it is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so the Wright Brothers actually were in competition mm. uh, with this other group of people. They had, like, no capital or anything. Yeah, right? they had very little... Um, uh, capital Wright brothers first flight competitors. Oh my God, Peter the joy of Google. Yeah, I love Google. Uh, the race for flight. The Wright. It was it was Pierpont Langley, Samuel Pierpont, Pierpont Langley was one did. He was a scientist, and he was part of like a big academic group. Mm -hmm. He was uh secretary of the Smith. <laughs> Institu- <laughs> See, it's that 10 times fast. Smithsonian Institution. Uh-huh. And so he got all this funding because he was this esteemed scientist and, you know, he had this backing, I think, from some big colleges and stuff. Mm. Not sure which one, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> but we could be like the news and make stuff up as we, we go make along. Stuff I mean,
1: we could be like real media. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Just know.
0: Make it up. Right here. No, okay, yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I don't, don't do that. But... So you had Pierpont Langley who was part of the Smithsonian institution and had a lot of backing, but he didn't really believe in flight. He was just pushed to it, I feel I think by the Because people. he had the credentials. Because or? he had the credentials and the government wanted to do it and the Wright brothers believed in it. Mm. See, well that's
1: that whole thing about completely believing in something mm-hmm. to buy it. Yeah. You know, so when you say that if you're gonna sell something, you have to sell something you completely believe in. You honestly cannot sell anything you don't believe in, yeah. so you have to completely buy into...
0: So what happens if you don't believe in capitalism? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, I don't, you, you become poor? I'm not sure. Yeah. Like,
1: you know, I mean, I think people who don't believe in capitalism or who are activists, people think somehow should give up everything you know and my feeling is that there's enough for everybody so capitalism makes you believe that there isn't and so what they do is they start separating the wealth i believe that there's enough for everybody so the other day i was like you know i'm an anti-capitalist and you know ted said to me like oh so you're willing to give up everything and i'm like what do i have like i have a house and it's a nice one i have food i've got health insurance and i work a job you know and a and a car and a couple of computers like Like, I believe everyone should have that. I don't have ten houses in ten different locations. Like, why would I have to give that up? But there's something about when you're radical and you can't figure out what to do to change something, it's almost like you have to completely give up everything that you have in order to make people believe that you
0: really think this or believe this. You you can believe it and still... uh, I don't know what I'm saying exactly, but... And still, kind of have a job and do that stuff because you need to survive. Being an activist doesn't mean you give up everything and live on the street. Because if all homeless people were able to be activists or something, they would no longer be homeless and get what they want. Like, they need allies, or does that make sense? Maybe I, I think what happens is you get burned out if you're yeah. an activist with
1: nothing, and then you can't fight a fight. Well, and that's I think the capitalism point. they want to strip activists down,
0: right. Right, right, right. that's part of the reason why they say do this and then mm-hmm. they lose steam mm-hmm. right, exactly
1: you you want your activists to be working so hard and so tirelessly
0: for almost nothing mm-hmm. that they won't continue to fight fight and the then body. you give something small and they're like great, we won, and give it up that's more like welfareism, Like, you know,
1: that always drives me insane. Like, I'm thinking about animal agriculture, and it's like, okay, let's get them a bigger cage, you know? And so you give maybe the animal a bigger cage, and people will stop, you know, like attacking them in a certain way. But I don't know. I just,
0: I think welfarism actually doesn't make sense. I think that mm-hmm. the wealth needs to be split, you know, like yeah. really thought about. Well, you know, that reminds me. I ran into Rabbi Stone yesterday and he said something very <laughs> telling similar. telling Rabbi Stone is. Rabbi Stone is the Chabad Rabbi from down the block. What is Chabad? It's, I don't know. It's very Jewish people, Hasidic <laughs> Jewish people. <laughs> right,
1: they are Hasidic Jews who actually, like, there are some groups of Hasidic Jews that stay amongst themselves and yeah. really don't try to interact. It's with, crazy. The Chabad are actually kind of their mission is to go out and help other
0: Jews find Judaism again. They're basically like missionaries, except they only target Jewish people. Right, right, right. Their own kind. And I think that's at least (laughs) better.
1: Right, no, it's very interesting because you can have relationships with
0: them, you know, with really religious
1: people, and with other very religious Jews. Like, I, I think that they don't even consider me Jewish. Oh, yeah. With well, other religious Jews, there, there, you have no relationships with them. They don't want you to have the relationship because they don't want their people to kind of
0: go outside of old or assimilate. Yeah. Which is similar to Zionism. Oh, it's interesting. Mm, mm. I, I I disagree with that, but I'm I'm not very Jewish. I am Jewish. My last name is extremely Jewish. <laughs> but, uh, you are you were totally Jew You know, I mean, it is a it's a No, it's a thing that I, it's, it's what I am and I identify with it But I'm not very practicing Right, that's a that's true But that's still, you know,
1: throughout history Whether you be a practicing Jew or a not practicing Jew If they're going to come to get you, they'll get you mm-hmm. You yeah, know, like the, the Jews in Europe were very assimilated Large portions yeah, they of were. them And still They were considered Jewish and, and targeted You know, so you mm-hmm. you, are,
0: you are Jewish. But anyway, I, you were talking about Rabbi Stone stopped you. Yeah, Rabbi Stone stopped me, and I even rapped tefillin. He always tries to get me to to tefillin. Tefillin is this thing that Jewish people do, and the Chabad guys, they're, I'm not going to say they're the worst, he means very well, but they always stop you on the street, and it's so embarrassing because people just pass by and they want you to rap tefillin right there and then. It's a fill-in... I don't even know how to describe it. it it's a prayer. It's like a
1: leather yeah, box with a, a prayer in it. it's a leather box
0: with a prayer in it, and you wrap it around your hand. It has straps wrapped around your arm, and it's It's like s m It's not like SM. No,
1: I mean, like, seriously, you're wrapping yourself tightly with these leather straps with the prayer, one that lands on your head, like your forehead, your third eye. Where's the other one, go?
0: The other one? It goes on your arm.
1: And you the other one goes on your wrist. On your arm. So you wrap it around your wrist. You know, and then you say a prayer. Now, Rabbi Stone is the true believer in what he sells, or else he would not be stopping people on the street and making mm. them wrap themselves in leather. Yeah. Oh, Lily just walked by. She is. Oh. I want to see
0: <laughs> what, there was something, Sean Jackson said something anti-Semitic. He's an what? NFL player, I'm trying to remember. Um, uh, and he's trying to say that they spun it out of proportion. Mm. Uh, he featured a quote, which he attributed to Hitler, saying white Jews will blackmail America and extort America, and they plan for world domination. And they say it won't work if black people know who they were, which is interesting. it's
1: um, interesting. I mean, anti-Semitism is, anti-Semitism is always there. It's always
0: there. Yeah. But I, I get into a lot of trouble with my friends trying to compare racism with anti-Semitism, yeah. and they're two entirely different things. Yeah, anti Semitism like sits under the surface. Yeah, it's not overtly there and we have no. been persecuted before and it it sucks because there's always like that idea and people tend to blame Jewish people when stuff goes wrong. But it's different than racism, which has always been overtly there and right. I'm I can't relate to anything, especially with the black lives the reason why it's black lives matters protest right now, is because of all the persecution that happens. And those lives don't seem to matter and in this country my life does seem to matter more which is ridiculous. Right, right. Up. you're not
1: targeted in that same way. Yeah, so I just want to say
0: that uh, because my friends accuse me of this sometimes and, and they're right, they're right, that sometimes I try to really compare anti-semitism racism to racism to, racism, to empathize when I can't because I've never felt that myself really empathize. I can say something that's on my mind I get into trouble with that type of thing if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I totally hear what... Right. It's not overt, but it is always yeah. there. Yeah, and racism is a lot more overt. Wow, right, is really touchy. Huh. Really what? Those are really touchy stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, anti-Semitism has been set up, so when, when there's a good rebellion going, as mm-hmm. it looks like we're starting... What will end up happening is that anti-Semitism will be bubbled up by lots of powers that be so that the fingers can be pointed at a certain group. And what Mm -hmm. they do is they get one oppressed group to kind of battle the other oppressed group, and it'll dismantle a Mm -hmm. movement. I don't think that any movement will go well unless, you know, Jews and black people come together. Because they will use the anti-Semitism in order to... Well, but they, dissipated they, what they did was just assimilate white uh, Jewish people into white society right we've always tried to assimilate because I mean when you're when you're coming from a culture that you've run away from and you see another oppression so strongly happening, you want to keep yourself as far away from that group that's being oppressed as possible so we took on a white identity here you know which was you know kind of saving at some point you know but but jews and black people have been really great allies for each other throughout history definitely throughout the 60s and then you know then what classism does is it just separates
0: people mm-hmm. you know but yeah so he apologized and mm. stuff i just wanted to mention that i remembered that mm. you were saying that but yeah holy shit uh but i think that it's it's not, not as big a deal as racism in this country at all Racism is so much worse.
1: Right, it's just different. You know, I, I think that I don't think can, it's different. It is different, but racism is worse. Right. It's it it is the the most visible and and how do you say that word? Like um, it it's a brutal oppression. That is for sure. Yes. Right. So it is the most visible and brutal oppression. But the idea is that if we can really focus on that and dismantle it hopefully other oppressions will kind of fall by the wayside. You of know, course. Just oppression against women, oppression against young people, you know, yeah. LGBTQ, you know, folks, stuff like that. So, so it, I think it's a wonderful thing to focus on, you know, ending racism against people of African heritage. And people of color in general. Right, right. But, but specifically, you know, the black people yeah, in this specifically country. specifically the black people. You know, and the, the, the group that's been born here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And it's fucked We got up. deep. Yeah. That went fast. I don't know. I really feel like, because I feel like if I speak about anti-Semitism and not on the Black Lives Matter, then it feels like I'm shying away from the other. hmm Which I'm trying not to do. Oh, yeah, no. Like, so, I think
1: you're willing to look at
0: something head on, yeah. which is good. I'm trying to be authentic here, <laughs> and,
1: and people have their opinions. You yeah. guys can
0: have your opinion. And you know? have your opinion if you have questions. or yeah, you, wanna, you can
1: question us. You know, sure. just, like let me Don't know. attack.
0: And uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to attack anybody, and I'm just trying to put my put your uh, thinking out thinking there, thinking out there. because yeah. I, I mean, I want to support support the Black Lives Matters mo- movement, and it's a great movement, and I hope real change will come because you know damn well they we haven't done shit yet. <laughs> I mean there's thirty nine states with Black Lives Matter Avenue now or something, and one state changing police or having changing police budgets in Minnesota, Minnesota I think Minnesota's the yeah. only one yeah, and so that's what you think mm-hmm. that's a problem mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying about people just having minor things to be placated right, right. they think right, right, that right. yeah, we support you in here have uh <Kinsh3> right. <Kinsh3> right. avenue exactly it doesn't mean shit mm. Mm-hmm
1: doesn't
0: change anything yeah yeah interesting so, well, all right yeah i got really deep yeah
1: <laughs> we got really deep fast yeah. <laughs> so it's my new and good oh
0: god was that was that all <laughs> my new and good oh my god nah, we were just talking i still haven't done a new and good oh, let me hear let me hear my new and good i mean the basketball courts reopened so that's new and good uh and that's been really great for me uh, me and Lily played basketball almost every day at the park before they got taken down the rims. They took down the rims in the park. They left the park open, but they took down all the hoops. Mm. Which is so fucked up. Mm. I really did not like that. I guess I could have worked on my dribbling, but what fun is that? Right. I just want to yeah. shoot. Right, right, right. I wanted to practice dribbling. <laughs> so that's oh, so I'm interesting.
1: Without park. a basket or a rim, you just assume people won't congregate. It's like closing it off the And play basketball. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, I guess so. People could go and do whatever. Mm. I and mean, the park wasn't closed. There were some people, I think, playing uh, dominoes. Mm. But, mm-hmm. And I guess you could play handball. They have handball courts there, too. Do they have handball courts yeah. They have
1: handball
0: courts there. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So that was my mm-hmm. good? That was my new and good. Uh-huh, cool. So I went out yesterday. David Coyne played for a little bit. I suck at basketball. <laughs> I I actually I But he's really not shy. Well. No, I'm not shy. <laughs> I love to play with people. The problem is sometimes people take it very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Did you post
1: up against people? I mean, especially with all this you know, COVID nineteen stuff. No, I played defense. You play defense.
0: <laughs> if somebody's trying to post up, I'm gonna post up. <laughs>
1: Were you slipping off the sweat?
0: Like what was going on? No. I mean, Personally, I'm not as concerned about this as other people might be. i uh, take. Right. Uh, if you listen to the last episode with Rio, with Rio she <laughs> has very controversial and she's very proud of her opinion regarding right. masks and regarding the COVID. And unlike most people who support uh, not having masks, her reason isn't she can't breathe. Mm. I have, and I agree with that. There's, if you have reasons that you might be able to that you think why masks don't make sense then that's okay mm. but somebody going and shouting that no it's my right to choose whether to wear a mask or not that to me mm. is ridiculous because mm. whenever we had to go somewhere we'll just wear a mask I, I don't care right, it's that not much that hard. so i think people are
1: talking about their like first amendment rights or their yeah you know whatever it is like i want the right to go cut my hair you know? i know like it's just okay, there are lots of people without rights yet you're Mm -hmm. not fighting for. Like, do you not care about them? Obviously not, you know? people
0: have been denied service (laughs) forever in this country. Yeah. People people are saying, wow, you're denying my service? Well, think about the entire time where people were denied service in (laughs) this country. Right, right, right. We have a long history of that. Yeah. That's true. That is true. So, Mm, yeah, but... She thinks that, and it's based on how you don't quarantine, the mm-hmm. the healthy, a lot of the time, and I understand people with immune deficiencies, and she believes immunodeficiencies can be changed. Now, I didn't press her that much on it. Mm-hmm. Maybe could have done some more hard reporting, <laughs> gotten down to the nitty-gritty. Right, 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 right. But but you, want, you want facts. You want scientific I, evidence. I, and I agree with what she's saying, but in this country, you were saying when we were talking how vegetables might actually cost more than meat they do it yeah. is cheap yeah the those cost more so i agree on the point that if you eat healthy and you eat well you will have less likely to be immunodeficient and it's easier to reverse it and stuff in there are certain ways <laughs> and rio has seen this happen which is great but some people can't afford to do that i mean why do you think first off the prices. In poor neighborhoods, they're actually higher. Yeah, crazy, right? Which makes no sense because you can't actually leave and find. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The price at Trader Joe's down the block is cheaper than the price at Fine Fare, which is closer to the poor neighborhood around here. Right. Which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And the meat is the cheapest thing. Right. I
1: I mean, as opposed to the organic vegetables, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, you would think meat would be more expensive, considering mm-hmm. that you have to grow food to feed an animal and water them. They take up space. You have to kill them and butcher them and then package and send. So you would mm-hmm. think that would be really expensive, as opposed to just growing, you know, vegetables using the water, you know, harvesting them and then bringing them back. So you know, it's really um, an issue of policy to yeah. not support and subsidize these industries. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the capitalism that you were talking about. Like these industries are, you know, putting money in certain places and that's why your food pyramids are always um, not evidence-based necessarily about what we're told to eat. And that's why it, the
0: cost disparities are so huge. Yeah, yeah, pretty wild. Anyways, I forgot to keep mentioning this. I guess we're a little bit out of order. Maybe I'll edit it. Maybe I'll not. I wanted to talk about the Sean Jackson's comments. Oh, okay. Uh, And his comment is, Jews will, white Jews will blackmail America and will extort America in their plan for world domination, which won't work if people, if black people know who they were. That's what he said. Mm. And he attributed it to Hitler, which I don't, I think it's been proven Hitler didn't say that, but it sounds like something Hitler would say. I mean, people have this image of Jewish people being all powerful because they control money, I guess, in people's eyes? In their eyes, yeah. I mean, that was the only industries that they were allowed to do.
1: They mm-hmm. couldn't own the large corporations and get to the top. So they had you know, typical, uh, different job opportunities, mostly
0: in finance, sometimes in media. And there was, they mostly did that, I mean, originally way back when is because, so the base could be open on Sundays. Oh, that's interesting. In Catholic like Roman society, I'm pretty mm. sure mm. they weren't allowed to work on Sundays, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Jewish people didn't care, and so the bank would be open on Sundays. Interesting. If they worked. Why did that? That's why they became bankers. Mm-hmm. Way back in the day, I remember something like that. Mm. But I understand. I, I can see where it's coming from. I listened to a thing about the origins and like how the state of Israel was set up and the conflict between Jews and Zionists and Palestinians, mm-hmm. and. There are times when even Jewish people have played into this idea of world, of the worldwide Jewry, the worldwide Jewish people, and how they, people need the support. But then people also hear that and say, "Well, there's these all-powerful Jews. We can't do. We can't let them feel like that." Uh-huh. So
1: right. I mean, I I think I think to decide that you know, and Jewish people are actually a very small percentage of the population and they are really mixed in terms of class and race, and to decide that it is that group that's gonna cause the problem and the world domination, and it has never happened, nor will it necessarily, you know, is really going to, I think, dilute a movement that should be moving forward. What, what movement? The Black Lives Matter movement. I don't think
0: that will change the Black Lives Matter
1: I think, I think if the focus ends up being on Jews as opposed to the economy and large corporations and so on, I think that the large corporations will actually have accomplished what they want to do, which is to get one group to just say the other group is the reason for all the problems. I mean, that, that is how Hitler did it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's how right. they always did it. Right, exactly. It's traditionally the poor whites against the poor blacks. For black people in this country,
1: right. I mean, they'll 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 pit a group against the other and say it's because of those people that you might not have all.
0: Well, that's how it always has been. Right. I mean, any movement. Right, but from the it's bottom been up,
1: with Jews, though.
0: Yeah, it's right. been I mean, there's been other groups, obviously. There's been other groups too. You know, I
1: mean, gypsies and yeah, yeah there's tons of you know, other religions, absolutely. But we just happen to be talking about this at the moment.
0: Well, yeah, because this is like trending right now. I don't know. He said it and also we have feelings about this and we mm-hmm. can share our feelings mm-hmm. so and it's we're sharing our op- our feelings and our opinions and stuff and we're not saying that everything we're saying is necessarily we're not saying it's not the only opinions. thing that's for yeah, sure it's, it's not right. The only thing. right so but yeah i was just thinking about what he's saying and i love how he says that and you look at who's running for president and there hmm. was one jewish candidate Mm. And his name was Bernie Sanders Mm -hmm. And he didn't seem to be wanting to extort and blackmail the people (laughs) Right, right, right (laughs) Compared to everybody else Right So That's true As much as you want to say that some Jewish people Because there are people who are at the top of Like there are some big Jewish names And that's part of how the state of Israel was funded Jewish families with a shit ton of money Were donating Right Right. And like, you can't say that there aren't Jews in prevalent places who might also be benefiting off of this stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, I
1: hear you. I mean, I think it is important as Jews, though, to not become defensive immediately. Because I think what ends up happening is that for us, because we carry all of these, like, genocide recordings and patterns in our mind, that we think that if anything is said, you know, against Jews that we're like running in the other direction and fighting and really defensive. Mm -hmm. And I think that we need to keep a really open mind to hear where people struggle with that. And then let them like, you know, and let people like know us and know what our lives are like and know, you know, how we practice and bring them into, you know, our sphere of things and vice versa. And I think that's how things will change. But mm hmm. Wow. 40 minutes oh my god this is my most controversial I it's think. definitely controversial we you know yeah. we, we didn't have a lot of levity in it but yeah yeah but you know i think you guys are you know you've got you're listening to it for a reason because there is some levity but also we we do and we are willing to
0: tackle anything i mean anything. i'm not are. afraid to put it out there and i'm not afraid and if you have a question Message me. Answer it. Answer and answer. Yeah. It. And I could, I'm always open to learning more if you have a point to but make. But if you're trolling, we're not. I can research it. Yeah. If you just message me to be an asshole, we're I mean, but but, but no. we'll ignore <laughs> that. But I also don't <laughs> want to discredit you as being an asshole if you don't agree with me. Right, right,
1: right. You totally
0: don't have to agree. You don't have to agree with right, us right, at right. all. Right. Not at all. Right. I think that's the reason. That,
1: but then uh, listen to another damn podcast,
0: <laughs> or listen to my podcast. We won't be talking about this every time. Right, that's true. Well, there's there's going to be everything on this podcast. All right, we're gonna have a lot of fun. Okay, after this hard episode, we'll have a lot of fun. I mean, no, <laughs> it just wasn't that bad. We had a couple about, of moments. Yeah, we had some moments. Not that hard. <laughs> just talking. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. All Bye, right, everybody. everybody. Bye. Love you. Alright. Catch you next time.